Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on Drive later today at 4pm or 1600 if you've got one of those fancy watches. Anyway, we begin with Big Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham, who lost, unbelievably. Is it unbelievable? Well, they lost anyway to Chelsea at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh, it's called White Hart Lane. No one calls it that anyway. The match was, of course, live on TalkSport. Here's your proof. So much happened in this game. Sendings off, disallowed goals, mistakes, tactical errors. But Maurizio Pochettino, the man that led them into this stadium, is the first man this season to beat them in it. It means Manchester City end the weekend top of the table. It's finished. Tottenham 1, Chelsea 4. And is the take of former Spurs midfielder Daniel Murphy. Fans want to see passion. They want to see a dedication to the job. They want to see you work hard and, and play with courage and quality. And sometimes when you're down, 10 men, 9 men, whatever it was tonight, you can show them how much you care for that shirt and how much you want to be at this club. And they did that. And I think the fans here are happy because they've been seeing some great football. And for the first time tonight, they had a team on the back foot who really had to dig in, and they did. And the scoreline flatters Chelsea, really. Here's Jamie O'Hara, Colt Colt and Jason Cundy on the sports bar. This will be fun. It's too emotional. You stupid idiot. Sorry. And it is a penalty to Chelsea. You're allowed to say that. I'm just happy. I'm just happy that Enzo's fine, man. What is he? It's oh. disgusting. Come on, it's nasty. No, it's a red. He's an idiot. He's got to go. He's an idiot. It just sums him up. Sums him up. No, you're a, get off the pitch. Get off the pitch, you idiot. I'm really disappointed in Romero tonight. I think look, Adogi, silly. He had a bad game. He probably should have been sent. He's off. young though. He's young, and you can understand sometimes the occasion getting emotional. the better of your yeah. emotional. There's too many emotional performances out there today. I think Saar was emotional. I think Romero was mm. way too emotional. Adogi too emotional. Mm. You know, it's too. The whole occasion got to us. But I expect too fired someone up. Too, too fired up. Too pumped up. You've started the game brilliantly. Then you're going to have moments in a game where you're going to just let Chelsea have it. Mm. We're trying to play out from the back, and there's time. We're giving it away. There's rash decisions, rash tackles, diving in, and you're just like, lads, just tense. chill out. It was tense. Calm down. So I'll tell you why it Put was tense. Put your foot on the ball. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, he is here. He is here. He is here. 
Jamie O'Hara. Has anyone seen Tottenham Hotspur? Has anyone seen Romario? Udogi? Danny Kelly? Lord Juka? The Saints by the stadium? Seventh Sister Station? The Gascar one? Danny Murphy? Can you hear me? You're my one. Hello, Candy. Candy. Candy, how are you, mate? Serious, how serious. are you? He's here. He's back. Come <laughs> get, get my headphones. <laughs> right, let's give him a minute. Let's give him a minute. Mate, I mean, he ran up the stairs, him. He ran. Up, he <laughs> said, "Put your phone out. Put your phone <laughs> no, away. What's the matter? I need this. I need to record this. See you on Insta. Hello, boys. Wait there. Adrian Durham is with Spurs manager Ange Postecoglou. Yeah, Jamie. Thanks very much, uh, Ange. First of all. Let's take it back to the beginning because you came out the blocks flying, went one up, marginal offside, or you could have gone two up. What went wrong after that? Look, it's hard to analyse because there's so much going on. Like you said, I thought we started the game really well. Um, you know, sort of, like I said, scored a goal inches away from a second and then, you know, seemed the red card and then, you know, the penalty. But even before that, it seemed the game was just getting out of control a little bit. Um, yeah, from then on, it just seemed to spiral from there. You know, there was never a real sort of fluency to the game, there was a lot of disruptions. Like I said, hard for me to analyse right now from a football perspective, but, you know, we're disappointed, obviously disappointed with a loss, you know, because um, you don't want to lose games, particularly here at home. Um, but, you know, couldn't be proud of the, the way the players went about in terms of the their will and their effort and their character to, to you know, try and get something out of the game. It's, it's only a matter of time before players going to figure out that you're playing so hard that you're just going to... You're going to play a ball down the side of his. Chelsea lead by two goals to one with 15 minutes to go. That's your tactical one because uh, you played the high line even with nine men. What was your thinking behind that? That's who we are, mate. So even with nine men, you're still going to go with that? Yeah? Even with five men, mate. We'll have a crack. We've got our Tottenham back tonight. What do you mean? High line Hotspur. What was all that about? <laughs> <laughs> eh? High line Hotspur. Don't you listen, mate. John, what was that? What was that high line? When what was you, that about? When you're down I don't get to ten and nine men. I don't get it. Jamie, we've been bullying Mickey Mouse teams for the start of the season. We've now played starting to play proper teams, and we're going to get found out. Listen, Jamie, you've been getting carried away, mate. Unfortunately, no, I don't think huh? I have. But I you haven't. Have. You have. I haven't. I've I heard haven't. your rants. I've not been saying anything other than that we're a Jamie. really good team and we've got potential. I'm very confident going into this one. This one, mate, yeah. I am so confident okay. of a result. Yeah, what's the result? I reckon 3 1. He's off. He's gone! <laughs> what is he doing? Why would he what do are you that? doing, Adogi? You are on a yellow! Why are you diving in? You <laughs> idiot! You uh, idiot! He needs, he needs to look at himself in the mirror. He's going to be down to nine players. Maurizio, uh, congratulations on the victory. What was? How much did you enjoy your return to this stadium? I think it was emotional. Uh, I can see too many people that I didn't have the possibility to say goodbye. And uh, yeah, really emotional until they started the game. And then it was double, <laughs> you know, because I've seen too many things happen. That is the football that uh, we have and yes, we need to accept. It was crazy, wasn't it? There was five goals that were given, five that were disallowed, two red cards. Have, have you seen a game like that? It was incredible. Yeah, but this is the football when it's two teams, very competitive. And, you know, that both, both teams played to win. Now, Mikel Arteta labelled Arsenal's 1-0 defeat at Newcastle a disgrace after Anthony Gordon's winning goal stood despite VAR checks for three possible problems. We'll hear from Talk TV's Piers Morgan in a moment, Simon Moni Moni Jordan as well, but first, here's the former Villa gaffer Martin O'Neill, who's in agreement with the Gunners boss. 
So to get the game out of that like this, it just honestly it feels I feel sick. That's how I feel. I feel sick to be part of this. I'm totally with him. I'm absolutely with him. You're, he's being interviewed just immediately after the game. Uh, he has seen the incident back. It's taken four and a half minutes to finally make a decision. On, uh, that, forget about the length of time it's taken. You want to hear? You know, there's three possibilities of that not being a goal, and um, and any one of them you could you could you could argue wouldn't be the middle one. He's definitely got his arms on him. There's no question about it. Absolutely no question, and therefore it shouldn't have gone any further. We are not conscious about how much there is a stake here. It's an absolutely disgrace. He operates at a very high level of emotion. Look at the games that he manages. Look at the way I went to the Arsenal game last year against Man City at the Emirates, and the level of intensity has been created by him. So I then look at that and say, well, I'm not surprised about that outburst. Do I think there should be a consequence for that language? Do I think he should be put in his place? Oh, I most certainly do, because I think it's overreach. And what does that look like? Well, I think ultimately there needs to be some sort of retribution for the observations that he's making about the disgraceful nature of the game, the conduct of the officials, the ineffectivity of PGMOL. The behind all this, and I maintain it, and it's not some sinister conspiracy theory, is because officialdom is trying to stamp some authority over the game, because they're starting to consequence players, like Gary O'Neill's whining about the penalty was given away. If players stopped diving, then you wouldn't have referees being put to decisions like they're being put to. Rather like Alex Ferguson used to do, I think Mikel Arteta, part of him blowing up in the way he did, will have been to hide the deficiencies of our performance. And I'm afraid, and I don't like to keep saying this, because every time I come on your show, I I sound like a broken record, but Arsenal's lack of a world-class striker uh, has never been more glaring than yesterday. We had one shot on target in the entire game, right? And I, you know, I I like Gabriel uh, Jesus. He's obviously injured again. I like Eddie Nketiah, but Nketiah seems to be someone who can score a brilliant hat-trick like last week against lesser opposition, but kind of disappears in the big games, which suggests to me he's just not quite ready yet for that level. And we are absolutely screaming out for a proper striker. And I think we've got to go in the transfer market in January and I would go and get Ivan Tony and stick him up front because we get great service, but we've got nobody finishing it. Back to White and Jordan now. Here's Simon and Martin discussing that incredible Man United performance. It's coming home. It's 1-0 against Fulham in the last minute. Polistri back to Fernandes, trying to turn, shoots, it's squirmed in! Manchester United have won it in stoppage time at Craven Cottage again! Now, he's telling me that Manchester United are bang average Premier League team, right? Bang average, and have a number of players who are probably not capable of playing for Manchester United or the Manchester United that we know for the Bobby Charlton's area, the Roy Keane eras, uh, things like this here. So they're not good enough. Does that mean that they're not playing for the manager? Well, I would sincerely hope that they're playing for at least play for yourself play for yourself yeah. play for yourself for a start do the very very best you can uh, this is a good dressing room uh, they fight for each other they knew uh, what the standards are at Manchester United you have to win every game and they know they have to do it together and I think that is the attitude uh, you need when you play for this club when I listen to Ten Hag talking about the obvious evidence of one's eyes which is clearly when I mean he was asking answering a question as a football manager, he talks about the fact that clearly the response was there. Well, I didn't see that. I saw a turgid, tepid game of football, which which was 
poor in the first half. I saw players like Anthony miles off. The players that the managers bought for 85 million quid, the hundreds of millions of pounds. He was a this manager, wasn't he? He's just poor. Yeah. Just miles off. Yeah. You know, and of course there was stuff was made out of Rashford, but the explanation was that he was injured. I, I look at it and say that by, by hook or by crook, by luck and by the fact that the opposition was poor and the fact that United just about got over the line is not a testament for Ten Hag to double down on the idea that these players are fully behind him. On now to a bit of cricket. Ooh, fancy that. Here's the England legend and now retired Stuart Broad on how Josh Butler's side bounced back from their miserable World Cup performance. I suppose the answer's by winning. Part of me thinks that we need a bit of younger blood into the side, yeah. a bit of younger freshness and keep... I mean, I'm a big believer that experience is crucial in sports teams. You're going to need to keep some experienced players around to to bed that younger younger player into the group. But, you know, sometimes with a, with an older generation, you, you start to creep into that slight fear of failure and mm-hmm. that's not what this white ball team's been about. So, you know, I wouldn't be changing the coach. I wouldn't be changing the captain, Joss Butler. But if I was Joss, I'd be just looking at a few of younger, exciting players, mm-hmm. bringing three or four new players to, to give a bit of spice to the team and, and lose a little bit of that sort of fear that looks like it's crept in in this World Cup. It's so rare in cricket that you lose... Seven, eight players lose form. Yeah, you yeah. always have two or three. Always yeah, have two or three. Yeah. But that's the great that. thing about team sports is you can lean on your teammates to help you in those times, uh, and and then you pick up your form. But uh, you know, all the guys look look like the confidence has gone, and the you know we've been set targets of quite low at times, two seventies, two eighties, which we should cruise with our talent, and we've we've just been 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 faltering. And you know, ultimately, I ultimately I don't think we were going to win this World Cup. I mm-hmm. think India just looked phenomenal they they look so strong. As well, aren't they? and you look at the history of the World Cup since 2011 it was in India India won it Australia in 15 Australia won it mm-hmm. England mm-hmm. in 19 England won it yeah. so it's becoming a huge advantage to have that World Cup at home uh, but in India just look a powerhouse but there's no excuse to be no borderline be bottom of the table a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we finish with Hawksby and Jacobs now and some classic clips of the week, even though yesterday was only Monday. How's that work? 
Here's Mike. Hello. Bonjour. Eddie Waring. Here's Mike Barry alongside Chris Cooper on Breakfast. Good morning, Chris Cooper and Mike Parry with you on the No Nonsense Sports Breakfast. Beautiful day, you know. Everybody should be thinking Oh, about... what a beautiful oh, morning. No, no, no. Oh, what a beautiful day. Now, let me tell you, it could be 86 degrees Fahrenheit today, Chris. Not bad, hey? Mm. Yeah, Chris thinking, <laughs> blimey, this is going to be a long morning. Put me tin hat on. Uh, singing clearly isn't Mr Parry's strong point. Maybe he's a better impressionist. I've got one here, I'm not sure who it's from, but they say, a beret for Mike, he gets to look like and sound more like Frank Spencer every day. Mmm, Betty. That was in the days when people were doing Frank Spencer impressions, <laughs> yeah. Back, that's even a long time after that. Yeah. Back to Fisherman's Blues and Nigel Botherway. You can't beat a pole for accurate plumbing, can exactly, you? Exactly, exactly. You yeah. can move it around inch, inch by inch yeah. just to find the right little spot. It's a carry on talk sport, isn't, isn't it, it, really? Yeah. It would be now. And the pole based innuendo wasn't limited to Nigel. It's Keith Arthur with a caller. I mean, I've, I've found a few good tips actually to keep your pole in good condition mm-hmm. um, if it's any help to anybody. Baby wipes are brilliant for cleaning your pole from grit and dust. <laughs> Thanks Fair for sharing. More tea, Vicar. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm back on Annie Golson's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. Tell your friends and your enemies, actually. I don't really care who listens. After us at 7, it's Atletico Madrid. Not Atletico. It's AT, not ATH. They take on Celtic in the Champions League. Presented by the wonderful Adrian Durham for Man City against Young Boys. There will, of course, be another one of these Annie Golson's TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.